Rhythm makes the world go round. In Hungary, it also makes the typists' heads go round.
Hey guys, welcome back to Napalm Nanny in the Shack. I am your host, the one, the only Napalm Nanny. And this week's trivia is thanks to our friend, Daryl York, who has incredible taste in films and music. And just a little reminder, if you haven't yet, find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all under Napalm Nanny in the Shack. And so, on to this week's episode. So the monks were these trailblazers, giving this visionary, singular sound back in the 1960s. And although they were completely under the radar, their influence looms large. And they would influence bands like The Dead Kennedys, The Beastie Boys, and so many more. And their wacky antics would actually pave the way for heavy hitters like The Cramps, Misfits, Guar, and Ghost. And these self-proclaimed anti-Beatles would flourish outside the system. They would come about in 1964, and the five American servicemen were stationed in Germany and initially formed a band called the Torquays. After they were discharged, future monks Gary Berger, guitar and vocalist, Larry Clark, organ, Dave Day, banjo, Eddie Shaw, bass, trumpet, and backing vocals, and Roger Johnson, who played drums. And they would stay in Europe to pursue music. And the group would play in clubs and nursing homes across Germany, mostly covering the Beatles, Beach Boys, and the Kinks. But this would all change when they met two German advertising design students, Walter Nyman and Karl Heinz Remy, which the students became the band's de facto managers. And they would give the five GIs strict orders. And the first order? Kill the Torquays and birth the monks. But before I get carried away, here's this week's playlist. Enjoy.
So the Americans traded in a guitar for a six-string banjo, the piano for an organ, and their clean sound for distortion and feedback. And to go the extra length, they traded in their long locks and cool clothes for tonsured hair and cassocks. And with this appearance, it was a surefire way to either confuse or piss off nearly everybody that laid eyes on them. And the band also had to be in character at all times, and were even given a set of commandments. And it would read like this, the rules for the monk. In public, openly, you have to be always a monk. Dressed black, hair short, always to, always to, always to, and always to move like a monk. Hard, sexy, strong, exciting, full, speed, dangerous, but not only on the stage, but also on the street. But never be a torquay. Then the monks would workshop a new sound, spending hours at the studio to work on lyrics, delivery, and instrumentation. They'd take on five chord tracks and cut it down to two or even one. Then they'd take a chorus with 25 words and whittle it down to five. And they would create their own album titled Black Monk Time. Their one-of-a-kind style and sound unfortunately never hit it big in the States. And by the time that they were beginning to gain traction in Germany, internal tensions were festering, and they threw in the towel in 1967. But fortunately, they were not forgotten, as Jack White and Iggy Pop would deem Black Monk Time as essential listening. And in 2006, a Monk's documentary would come out, titled The Transatlantic Feedback, which chronicled the band's strange history. And with this momentum, the band reunited and played a handful of shows, but disbanded for good in the mid-2000s. And with that being said, here's the rest of the playlist. Enjoy!
puse a bailar con él Un lindo gato negro Un lindo gato negro Por medio de este gato una chica vi Y era tan bonita que me enamoré Y si también hay modo mi novia la haré Un lindo gato negro Un lindo gato
So that's it for this week's episode, guys. And I honestly can't believe that the shack has been around for over a year. It's definitely been a struggle, but a struggle that's worthwhile. And I think people think I'm joking when I say that this is held together by drugs, alcohol, and spite, but it's essentially what's keeping me going. And to the new and old friends who have tuned in, shared, or reached out to me, it's not lost on me that I honestly couldn't do this without you. So for that, I am eternally grateful. And once again, if you haven't yet, find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all under Napalm Nanny in the Shack. And don't forget about the blog, also under the same name, where I actually have my guests write a little piece. So head on over and read what they have to say about music and their art. So till next week, I am your host, the one, the only Napalm Nanny. Stay safe out there, guys. <laughs>